The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes to our listeners around the world in the countries of Canada, France, and Japan, and in the states of Iowa, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. Welcome, and thank you all for your continuing support, because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others. You will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today, Carrie Rose Quartz. Rose quartz is emotionally healing in a gentle way. Wear a piece of rose quartz jewelry or carry a small piece with you in your pocket or purse. People have been using gifts from Mother Earth like crystals, herbs, and essential oils to heal the mind, body, and emotions for centuries. Moses used the essential oil frankincense and Mother Mary used myrrh. Today we refer to these methods as New Age, but they're really very old ways of healing that are being revived today. 
Rose quartz is especially helpful in today's world with all of the fear that people are feeling because the color pink is also emotionally healing. Thus, you get the positive healing energy from the color as well as the crystal, and it works for you all day and night without your having to do anything but have it near you or on you. Another ancient spiritual tool that dates back to King Solomon's temple and was even on cave drawings in Crete is the labyrinth, which is a walking meditation. The spiritual energy built into the labyrinth helps you release fears and harmful emotions, hear the divine, and change with more ease. You can learn more about the labyrinth by listening to our second on-demand show with the Reverend Dr. Lauren Artris, who brought the labyrinth into wide use around the world. To listen to her March 27th, 2014 show, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, then read my blog on the labyrinth. I led a walk last week and got heartfelt feedback from the participants. One said it was life-changing, and he plans to make it a regular spiritual practice. Another participant wrote, I felt so much better after our walk and discussion. And another said she felt uplifted and asked me if I would please lead another labyrinth walk. Right now, people are experiencing so much fear that we need ways to continuously release our fears. People who want social justice for all are concerned about the attitudes and beliefs of some of President-elect Donald Trump's appointees. The Ku Klux Klan is planning a victory celebration. The number of hate crimes has increased and boys are touching girls inappropriately in school hallways. Many fear that we are just at the beginning of what will be a growing problem for anyone who is not a heterosexual white Christian man. No one really knows what will happen, but we cannot deny what is happening right now in our streets and in our schools. The challenge is to remain calm, positive, and hopeful while being aware of the present reality. This is not an easy task. If we don't do it, however, we become part of the problem of spreading fear and negativity. We must do what we can to stay positive. The labyrinth is one way to stay focused on what we control, and that's our own healing. It's important, however, to have a variety of ways to release our fears, including techniques that we can use at home and even when we're out with other people. That's why my next seminar is entitled From Fear to Freedom. I will be sharing some easy and effective ways for you to release your fears, worries, and stress. Love truly is all there is. Fear is the illusion that blocks us from feeling unconditional love from the divine and from our limitless higher self. It prevents us from doing the very things that would bring us the most joy. It's time to drop the struggle, let go of fear and replace it with love, joy and peace. There are actually seven primary fears and numerous secondary ones. All of our negative emotions come down to fear. The seven primary ones are anger, resentment, guilt, mistrust, apathy, shame, and denial. 
which means not being truthful with ourselves and includes self-sabotage and self-criticism. During our time together, you will release fear, stress, and worry. Learn techniques to use on your own. Become closer to the divine and your limitless self. Heal Mother Earth as you heal. Improve your health and well-being. Feel and be younger. Be more creative. Have more joy, happiness, love, peace, and freedom. We'll be at CSL Dallas, a center for spiritual living, Sunday, December 11th. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this seminar or another one in your area. Like the I'm Awakening, Embodying the Divine Feminine, Looking Ahead, my seminar on financial abundance, What You Don't Know, was so well received that the participants asked me to do it a full day seminar on it. And in 2017, I will continue to do my monthly seminars at CSL Dallas, a center for spiritual living, starting in January with one on positive thinking. I've chosen to do that topic because so many people are telling me how they are being overwhelmed with negative thoughts and fears and are asking me to help them learn how to stay positive. So first, we're going to learn how to release our fears on December 11th. And then in January, we're going to learn how to keep our thoughts positive and find the silver linings. It's the challenge of our times, and I want to help you succeed. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Roger Houston, who will talk with us about dropping the struggle and loving the life you have. In our show last week, Sam Bennett gave us some wonderful ideas on how to stop being a perfectionist and start accomplishing your goals. Her main message is that we must change from the inside. This may seem harder, but it's the only thing that truly works. She uses creativity to help people release blockages to their success that they don't even know are there. Drawing, singing, writing are all tools that she uses to help people stop their perfectionism. There's no quick fix. It's a choice to take small steps to heal and change. To help herself and others, she often says, nothing bad is happening. 
Another technique that she finds very helpful for relaxing and even going to sleep is four, seven, eight breathing. You count to four as you take in a breath. Count to seven as you hold the breath. And count to eight as you release the breath. Repeat this until you are calm. She says she can even do it for hours. For more helpful information like how to avoid putting more time and money into something that isn't working, listen to this show by clicking on the episode link. You can hear this show or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Now it's time for my silver lining story, which emerged during a session with a client this week. She has been suffering from painful arthritis for a number of years. Last week, she asked me about the source of her pain and how she could heal it. I gave her some nutritional options to decrease the inflammation. I also told her that the emotional cause is extreme anger, and until she goes deeper into that part of her healing, the pain may not go away. This week, she came in talking about how that information had come at just the right time. Between our sessions, she had two mystical experiences. First, she was watching a television program which triggered an awareness of how she had been the family scapegoat during her childhood. She realized that she had intentionally taken on that role to save her family from her father's abuse. This brought to the surface deep anger that she didn't even know she had. She allowed herself to feel the anger, the emotional pain, and the sadness. She let the tears come and cried for two hours. She described how she actually felt the pain energy releasing from her fingers as she was crying. It isn't all gone, but the arthritic pain is greatly diminished. A few days later, she had another mystical experience during yoga. Toward the end of class, she felt a presence near her and a pink blanket being placed over her. This particular image is quite special. The significance of pink is the color of emotional healing coupled with the metaphor of a loving parent tucking her into bed is profound, especially since she never had that as a child. Her angels were giving it to her now in a way that she could recognize. Some might say she made this up. I've had enough mystical experiences to know that she did not make it up. When she came to me, she didn't believe in a spiritual realm. Her belief and connection has grown as she heals the anger and pain from her past and is able to feel the loving presence of God and her angels and guides. Her silver linings were numerous. Healing from serious child abuse has helped her uncover aspects of herself that she didn't know existed and an understanding and connection to the spiritual realm that fills her with love and hope. She saw how everything lined up for her to heal a deeper layer of anger and pain. She asked the right question. I gave the answer she needed. Then she watched the right television program. It seems like coincidence unless 
to understand that her guides were whispering to her and she has learned to listen to the whispers so she doesn't have to get a tap on the shoulder or a two by four over the head. She has gradually been dropping the struggle and clearing away her resistance, healing with more ease and experience, wonder and gratitude at the miracles that are profuse in her life. She is learning what our guest today knows. Roger Houston is the author of Dropping the Struggle, Seven Ways to Love the Life You Have, and numerous other books, including the best-selling 10 Poem series, which began in 2001 with 10 Poems to Change Your Life. He offers writing workshops, both live and online, with an emphasis on self-discovery and exploration. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. One Facebook friend wrote me yesterday, Polly, your posts lift my spirits and make me glad to be alive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. So like us on Facebook. While listening to the commercials, use the link to do so. Then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Please then click on the link to read about and register for From Fear to Freedom or to schedule one in your area. If ever there were a time when we needed to drop the struggle and the life we have, it is and love the life we have. It is now. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Roger Houston to talk with us about dropping the struggle. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit with dr paula joyce to reach the show today please call 1-866-472-5795 
That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach thousands of of people. If this interests you, please call 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I'm so pleased now to welcome Roger Houston to talk with us about dropping the struggle. Welcome, Roger. Thank you, Paula. Um, I was wondering, I know that this book is personal, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I was wondering if you would um, start off by telling us why you wrote this book, what it is about your life and the struggles that you went through that caused you to want to share this wisdom with us. Yes, thank you uh, for asking that. Well, you, you know, I think like all of us, I've grown up in the culture, although actually I grew up in an English culture, a little um, less intense uh, in terms of struggle than the United States, but nevertheless similar, where, you know, the cultural expectation is that you strive and struggle all your life for what it is that you want. Uh, and to get just the life you think uh, you need. And, of course, there's great value in that. And, uh, you know, I want to say straight off that the, um, the title of the book is Dropping the Struggle, but I do not by any means, of course, mean that struggle has no place in life, because, of course, it does. I mean, we come out of the womb struggling, after all. And, uh, you know, if you want to get a a decent degree, or if you want to play tennis like Roger Federer, then you really have to do the work required. Um, So I do want to make a distinction there, first of all, between uh, struggling towards or for something and making an effort or making right effort, as the Buddhists would say, um, towards an intended goal. Um, So I grew up in in a... culture which encouraged me and everybody else, you know, to struggle towards desired ends. And that's been useful on the one hand um, in terms of uh, career and getting things done on a material plane, but I, over a lifetime, came to realize that the deepest things in my life, the things that matter most in my life, meaning and purpose love, for example, um, simply are not achieved by struggle. So that the existential existential needs that we have as human beings, in my experience, do not um, arrive in our lives through through struggle, but rather in almost the opposite, rather in um, an attitude, an atmosphere of letting go. 
And so, you know, for me, for example, one of the one of the big um, struggles in my life has been around meaning. You know, what is meaning? And that that question has taken me all around the world for decades. You know, in, in a search for meaning, essentially both existential and spiritual meaning. Um, but it's only in the last sort of few years that I've realized that, you know, what I've been looking for was here all along. Yes. <laughs> yes, please go on. I, I'm, I'm just agreeing. I understand completely. Yeah, so the whole, the whole notion of, of trying to find something that seems to be missing gradually fell away. You know, when I realized that actually the deepest meaning uh, really can only be experienced in the present moment, here, right where I am now, because this is the life I have. The life I have really consists of my current experience at this moment. Um, and I discovered really that to the degree that I can be fully committed to and immersed in my life as it's showing up now, today, this morning, uh, in that degree, my life feels full of meaning. When I'm separated in some way from uh, the life that I'm living now, then questions of meaning arise because there's a feeling, there's a feeling of a lack. There's always going to be a feeling of lack if I'm not fully where I am, which is, after all, the only life I've got. Right now, I'm here sitting, looking at a mountain called Mount Tan in Marin County, California. That's my reality at this moment. Yes, I I'm wish speaking, it I'm speaking to you. <laughs> yes, and I, I would love to be there with you. And so how do I make peace with being in Dallas, Texas and with and, and listening to the beauty that you're looking out at? So my, my point is, you know, life is not always rosy. In fact, it's often not rosy and I'm not always or very often looking at uh, a mountain. So the point is that whatever whatever our life is bringing us, whether it's joy or sorrow or beauty or pain, in that moment, this is what we have. And it's can we, can we really let it in, surrender to this that basically life is offering us? You know, Nietzsche, the philosopher Nietzsche, had a had a phrase uh, for this in Latin. He he said, "Amor fati," the love to love one's fate is really the way to happiness for human beings. But by fate, he doesn't mean something in the future. Our, our fate is what our life is presenting us with at this very moment. You're in Dallas. Now, right in this instant, that is, that is where you are. And so that's what your life is offering you. Um, can you say yes to it? And, and our, our life is always saying, can you say yes to me, even me? 
And can you and, say less? Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Can can I say yes to this pain, this sorrow, this joy, this joy, this sadness? Um, that is, I think, the challenge that we're we're offered. But as we let go into that, as we can surrender to that, actually, because that is what we have, something quite marvelous can can come over us. I'm thinking of this. Um, explorer called Ben Saunders, who went on a solo expedition into the Arctic, hundreds of miles from anyone and anywhere. And there he was in the biting wind, the extraordinary cold, pushing his head forward, you know, knowing that the, there was no one who could help him um, get where he needed to go, another 200 miles. And there just came a moment when he suddenly realized, I, the only thing I can do in this situation is welcome it. It seems crazy because, you know, he's there in this sub-zero temperatures and biting wind and, you know, no one at all uh, to support him. But that was his reality in that moment. And he speaks of how when that moment of suddenly saying yes to, surrendering to the conditions around him, which were biting cold and, and wind, suddenly it was marvelous. I mean, it sounds silly, but it was true for him that in those most difficult of situations, he felt deeply at peace. Something in him let go. And also, I think the that you you deny yourself the beauty that is there and the the wonder that is there when you focus on what is not or on the struggle. Absolutely. You know, I think the way we make ourselves unhappy is by wanting what we don't have and not wanting what we do have. Absolutely. I remember a time when I used to just, you know, I'd finish a paper that had just gotten published somewhere nice and then I, you know, okay, what's next? And I'd feel this emptiness until I could look at what's next. But it, there was no pleasure in um, what, what I had accomplished, what I had. It was only there had to be more, more. And that that awareness sort of led me on a path of waking up and learning to let go of the struggle and value what I had at at the same time that it isn't that I don't also want other things and that there isn't more to life that I want. It's just that I don't live anymore with what I don't have being the primary picture that I look at. Yeah, that's beautiful, Paula. Yes, absolutely. That's it. You no longer have that picture of what you don't have. Pulling you along like a carrot, you know, on a stick in front of uh, the, the donkey. 
Yes, and I love um, a, a quote from Rilke that you put in, in your chapter on dropping the struggle for a perfect life. And, you, and it is, why do you want to shut out of your life any uneasiness, any misery, any depression, since after all, you don't know what work these conditions are doing inside you? That's right, because, we, you know, we just never know, do we, you know? What is hidden in any given moment of life experience? We simply can't know. know, So that there can be moments which seem absolutely desperate, you know, where something has happened in one's life, you know, either you've lost your job or your marriage has suddenly fallen apart or you have an illness, whatever it may be. And of course it seems and feels terrible and yet... How many of us, you know, five years later, suddenly realize, oh gosh, you know, that that actually really was a gift. That difficulty made me into the person I am now. Yes, and if we close ourselves off to, to seeing and feeling that experience fully by, as you point out, you know, jumping too fast to a rationalization or a spiritual look at it, you know, what it's meant to be or, you know, what happens, happens, um, or, or numbing ourselves with an antidepressant or anti-anxiety or whatever as opposed to using the experience and feeling and going through it and then learning through it. Yes, exactly. Yes. You know, this life is such a mystery, isn't it? We simply don't know, you know, what it holds from moment to moment. And the more we can gaze upon our own life now with eyes of wonder, you know, the the more sense of actually love, meaning, purpose will be there, present in our lives as we experience them. And that's beautifully said, and I think that's a good place for us to move to a break and then pick up after. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking. It helps you combine and put together the energy from your unconscious and your conscious mind so you're not in conflict but moving forward. It's a gift that helps my clients heal more profoundly and at a more rapid rate than would normally be expected. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Roger Houston to talk more about dropping the struggle. Making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I'm so glad we're here with Roger Houston to talk more about dropping the struggle. Uh, Roger, I identified with one of the places in your book, well, a lot of it, but um, I kind of smiled when you were talking about dropping the struggle um, with time and you were talking about a large part of your time as a writer is spent lying on your couch looking out the window um, or yeah. going for a walk, etc. So I was wondering if you would talk a little bit about that because I think in our society we have so much trouble allowing ourselves to sit and stare out the window. Isn't that true? Yes. You know, I, um, yes, that, that willingness that we can have to just allow ourselves to do nothing useful I mean, we're we're so you know so addicted to being useful, and that's that's wonderful. Um, but there is also you know the other end of the spectrum, um, being willing to sit back and actually do nothing in particular. And the reason that that is so valuable is that that so often that open space is so often the source of all our creativity. Uh, you know, I certainly um, have had most of my book ideas come to me while I was either walking through the forest or sitting on the sofa looking out of the window. And they didn't come by sitting down with a pen and paper and deciding or working out what it is I wanted to do. Um, and you mentioned earlier in our earlier 
um, session, the uh, moment between sleeping and waking and how valuable that that moment is too. There's a particular kind of wakefulness or aliveness that is present just at that moment of waking from sleep. And that's not so dissimilar to the kind of reverie that uh, can happen as we take ourselves for a walk. Uh, not a hike so much as, you know, not an exercise hike so much, but a stroll. Um, and I think this this is actually, as I said, important for anyone who wants to open, really what one's doing there is opening one's self to the unconscious. Because as one is walking or as one is sitting there doing nothing in particular, the unconscious has room and space to rise to the surface. Um, And, you know, I think because of that, this whole possibility of this whole possibility we have of of giving ourselves a rest every now and then. Rest is so important, not just rest going to sleep, but a, a wakeful rest where we become open to the unknown. That, I think, is really valuable. I, I agree 100%. And I think you said a key word that scares us, the unknown, when we're in that space, there's nothing to keep our mind or our hands busy. And what might happen during that time? I think a lot of us are afraid to be still. I think that's true. But at the same time, yes, there's, if we're quick enough to catch it, that is, catch the feeling of anxiety when faced with nothing, um, can, we, can we actually allow ourselves to be curious? Curious about the feeling. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm feeling a little fluttery in the, in, in, in the face of this empty space I have without knowing what to do. You know? And can I, can I simply let it in? Because I'm, I'm interested, I'm curious about, now what will happen if I do? What will happen? And um, one of the ways to really welcome that sense of doing nothing or um, openness in, <coughs> excuse me, uh, is to <coughs> bring one's attention to the body. So in those moments of, of little anxiety, um, can we remember to, for example, bring our attention to the chest, to the area of our chest, not doing anything other than, than bringing our awareness there to the chest and see what happens then. I pretty much can guarantee that there will be a shift in one's in your feeling when you bring your attention back to the body because when you do that you're allowing yourself to be present 
because we can only be present in our body when we're in touch with where our body is. So I suggest that as a little exercise. I love that, and in particular that you brought the awareness to the heart. I I know you said chest, but what I heard was heart. And because there's so much garbage in our mind that... um, that we don't want to hear all that chatter, uh, all that background noise that tells us what's wrong with us and um, and what we should or shouldn't be doing or or saying or thinking. But our heart is our um, is is where the the real us, <laughs> where the real person is, where the reality of love and connectedness is. Yes, our heart is our compass isn't it? Um, and, and sometimes we, uh, we lose our compass, you know, by getting so absorbed in all the backward and forward that goes on in our minds. So the actual practice of simply bringing one's attention into the heart and chest, what you're doing is you're drawing the attention down from where it usually is, which is in the head. Uh, really a lot of the anxiety is caused by the thoughts that go on in the head like oh my goodness you know I don't know what to do what's going to happen if I if, you know what am I going to do for the next two hours there's nothing nothing's being asked of me and I so these are all thoughts going on in the mind uh, and they will fall away as you bring your attention down um, yes, I, I, I love that. I think that's a wonderful exercise. And I'm curious, is that you talk about um, getting to know yourself well enough to be able to drop the struggle. Um, is that, is this exercise one of the things that you did? Are there other things to help you get out of your head and into you? Uh, well, yes. The um, when you say getting to know oneself, I think this is part uh, bringing one's attention and awareness into the body is part actually of getting to know oneself, really, um, because one's experience of oneself shifts when when that happens, and you know. What ha- also what I've discovered that happens that uh, the more embodied we become, the more the world seems friendly. We're less detached and separate separate from others in the environment, the more we're embodied in ourselves. And the more we're separate from ourselves, that is the more we're in our, in our mind, the more the world can feel threatening and others can feel threatening. Um, and, and that's because we, you know, we're emphasizing the alienation. Um, whereas the, the more we're that we allow ourselves to come into the body and specifically, yes, to, to actually bring the attention into the heart, we really do have another experience of the way the world is. Uh, and it's a more friendly place than we might have thought. And that, of course, is because 
as we come into the heart, we are more friendly. Yes, and we we connect, and I think, too, that's where we connect to um, the friendly part in the entire world, in nature and, and in all that is around us, in um, the other people, in, um, it's in the positivity of what is and what can be. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, in terms of coming to know oneself, as one becomes familiar with that sense of embodiment and becomes more consciously centered in in the heart, another kind of knowing can emerge. We normally associate knowing or knowledge with the mind. And of course, uh, that is where what we call knowledge resides in our mind. Um, But knowing is in the heart. Knowledge is in the mind. Knowledge in terms of information. Um, All our information really is is stored stored there. Um, But there is another quality of knowing that we can have that is closer, I think, to who we are. Uh, And that, that quality of knowing is almost wordless. It's, it's like a, a feeling um, toward right action. Um, I'm thinking of the two or three lines of Mary Oliver's poem, The Journey. One I day you that. finally knew, one day you finally knew what you had to do and began. And that moment of beginning, I think, knowing that it's absolutely right. It may not have been right yesterday or last week, but now, for whatever reason, you know the step you're making is right, and it's the only thing you can do. That kind of knowing comes from the heart. We're going to have to stop there with regret, but with joy also that we had the opportunity to have this conversation and get to hear the wisdom and the beauty, and I love that poem. Thank you so very much, Roger, for sharing your time and all that you know and have to offer. Thank you. Great pleasure. Thank you, Paula. Thank you. And I would suggest that my audience go to Roger Houston, H-O-U-S-D-E-N.com to learn more. And thank you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook and click on the link to my um, learn about my services, coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.